0: This is one of those examples of how mindfulness and mindful coping can help when you're in one of those situations where you have been really, really deeply hurt by someone that you care about. And when I say deeply hurt, I mean deeply, deeply hurt. I'm talking deeply disappointed. Uh, this is one of those that's really, really fresh and I don't really seek to do this for any particular reason other than to illustrate how powerful the practice of mindfulness can be in the moment when we are struggling with all kinds of things. and sometimes it feels like when there is someone that we've been very very close with that we have really opened ourselves up to and in this case this is someone that I have known for almost 20 years and one of the the people that I've been more close to in my life than just about anybody one of those people that I could count on for just about anything and That is what makes these things so difficult because sometimes we are, you know, as everyone knows, we're vulnerable. Sometimes, no matter what we think about people always being there for us and not ever letting us down, they're human and we're human. And I waited a little bit I've waited a few hours because I felt like there was no sense in really talking about this right as it happened because of the fact that I needed a little bit of time to process this and figure out really how I feel about it because I think that and that illustrates a very important point when we have been very very deeply hurt by someone especially when it is someone who feel would not do that to us. It's understandable that we're going to be very hurt and disappointed and very let down and we probably go through a uh, myriad of emotions we can be angry, we can be completely beside ourselves. we can be you know incredibly sad. Uh, we can question everything we can you know not even trust our own judgment and wonder then we can turn it in on ourselves and wonder, and ask ourselves, you know, why we ever trusted this person, why we ever thought that this person would never hurt us or let us down. And I don't really feel like it's necessary to get into any of the particulars because I don't think it really adds any value. I don't think it's really important or necessary. It's just, I feel very moved to say that this is one that really, really hurts. It really, really stings. And I know that there would have been a time before I practice mindfulness and mindful coping that I would have been... And I'm not going to say that I am not hurt because I clearly am. I mean, I do feel hurt. I do feel sad. I am a little bit bewildered. I There's a part of me that definitely is you know, wondering how could this person have let me down this way. I never would have expected that they would have let me down this way. And they know that they're doing it. This isn't like it was an accident. This isn't like this was an oversight. This was... You know, this is something that is willfully done. And I realize now that when we are in really extreme emotional situations, it is so critical to be able to do three things. And, and the first one is to be aware that we are feeling this way. And part of that is letting ourselves feel the way that we feel and at the same time though, to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves at the same time. And I know that that seems like maybe a lot to deal with when we are really, really hurt, when we are really, really angry, when we are really beside ourselves. We're absolutely bewildered by someone's behavior. We're in, possibly even in shock. We literally cannot believe that someone has done something like this to us. But it happens. And I know that there is a tendency to want to overthink this and replay the situation over and over and over again. I don't know why, what exactly, I mean I know that the, the, the mind gets something out of this. That it, it's a way of being preoccupied, it's a way of being distracted. It allows our brain to fixate on something, our mind to fix on something. That hopefully will distract us from the pain that we are feeling, but it really just tends to make things worse in most cases. And I know in situations like this that I want to be, I, I want to own whatever it is that I'm feeling, but I don't want to react to it because I know that if I do that, I'm going to end up hurting myself. I may end up lashing out at others and I'm just going to internalize it. And I know that sounds... Some people may say, you know, how in the world can you not react to being hurt? That seems ridiculous. How can you not react to it? It is not easy. It really isn't. But I think it's possible. I think... And this is what... You know, maybe this is just... You know, maybe this is me. And I, you know, I may, I may not be right about this. But I feel like it is possible to feel hurt, to feel disappointed, to feel angry... But not be reacting to it. In other words, I'm feeling. You know, I, I clearly know. I'm aware of what's happened. I'm clearly aware of how this person has let me down and hurt me, and made me sad, and make me frustrated, and make me question all of my previous choices uh, in regards to them. I think these are all things that are human. But it is what I'm really talking about. Is I'm not saying that we. You know, we definitely cannot talk ourselves out of feeling the way we feel. Trying to cheer ourselves up, trying to convince ourselves that we're not hurt and pretending like we're not hurt. I think those are just things that we think might gloss things over, but they really don't necessarily help us really, really come to terms with these feelings and deal with them in a healthy way and release them or let them release. We can't really, there's some things we can do to help release them, but ultimately they release when they release. And there's a lot of different ways to deal with that. There's many, many different you know, ways of healing these, this kind of pain. So it's not even really something that I can really discuss because there are so many ways everyone you know, finds what way works best for them. So mindfulness is really the base of this and can't necessarily solve all of the problems with it, but it really can help us to be more aware of how we're processing it, what we're thinking about it, the thoughts that we're having about it, how we're talking to ourselves about it, how we're treating ourselves, how we're treating others, and ultimately what are you know how it's affecting our outlook. And it's how it's affecting our ability to live our lives healthily or not. And also this is also part of coping. That there's a coping aspect of this that you that you at the end of the day the awareness is what fuels and feeds our ability to cope. If we can have some perspective and acknowledge the fact that we've been deeply hurt by someone, that someone has you know has injured us, someone has uh, you know breached our trust. I'm not you know I'm, there's all different ways that people can hurt us or that we can hurt other people because we've all been on both sides of this generally in some way you know in some way or another. But I know for me, you know, many times when I have been hurt by people, when I have been disappointed, when I've been let down, when I've been totally surprised by someone's behavior that has hurt me, there has generally always been a tendency to react to it in a way that hurts me. And I don't mean to be hurting myself. It's just that I didn't know any better. I didn't know that there was a different way to do this. That there is a way to actually begin to allow ourselves to suffer less in the process, you know, they have the old saying, you know, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. And that really is true. In other words, we choose how much we will suffer. And there's a tendency, I know, for me to just ruminate about these things, to obsessively think about it and play the story over and over and over and tell myself things about it and tell myself how angry I am and how hurt I am and how sad I am and how shocked that I am. And it really does not serve us that well. It's something to occupy ourselves with, but it does not lead to healing, I don't think. And it doesn't lead to us you know, feeling any better. It, it definitely doesn't lead to us moving on and getting on with our lives, picking up the pieces and having to deal with the fact that sometimes people who we thought would never hurt us, would never let us down, actually sometimes do. And for me, I know if I did not have this practice, if I was not able to sit with these feelings and to be with them, and they don't feel good. I'm not gonna make any bones about that. There, This does not feel good. But the only way I'm ever going to get past it is to let it do what it's going to do and not continue. And, I, and I've caught myself numerous times over the last four or five hours my mind just automatically wanting to replay it again and then the other thing that it's doing is it's thinking about what I'm going to do in response to what this person has done. How am I going to respond to this? And then there becomes all the plotting and the planning of how we're going to deal with this. And when I say plotting and planning I don't mean seeking revenge. I mean I know sometimes that's what people do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, how I'm, what am I going to say next? Am I going to say anything next? Am I going to respond to this? How am I going to respond to it? How can I tell you know, how can I communicate with them to make sure they know they've hurt me this badly? And they, it's all that kind of stuff. There's that 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 whole, you know, aspect of deciding, you know, how we are going to respond to someone and make sure that they know that they have hurt us and let us down. I know that he knows that already. I know that. I don't you know, there's there's no way that, you know, that a person cannot know that. There isn't, and so spending our time, wasting our time and energy doing that, really does not serve anyone any 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 beneficial purpose whatsoever. But it's a habit, and a lot of times habits, especially when we're struggling, when we are you know emotionally uh, out of kilter, we're unsta- You know, we're feeling a little bit unstable. We're feeling a little bit vulnerable. We're going to sometimes do what feels normal, what feels like a, an old habit. Because those things are comfortable. But in this case, I know that the more I, the more I think about this, the more time and energy I spend thinking about it, the more I'm going to suffer and the less I'm going to be able to heal. I'm going to continue to cling to my feelings, to cling to my story about this. I'm the victim. They are the perpetrator. Somehow, I have been wronged. And yes, I mean, clearly I feel like I've been wronged. But really, what purpose does it serve? Is it going to really change anything for me to continue to cling to the identity of someone who's been hurt? And I know it's not easy. I know this is not easy. But this is really where mindfulness in the moment can really make a tremendous difference. And at the end of the day, everyone has their own judgments about how they feel about some of the things that I've spoken about. I I do not mean in, in any way, shape or form to say that anyone should feel any certain way at any certain time about anything, you know, that has happened that I have said anything about. All I am really talking about is this is just one person's experience and how mindfulness has helped me. Because as soon as I felt the anger, it took a little bit. It definitely did. It did not the awareness did not come online, you know, right away. But within a few minutes, I was aware. Here I go. I mean, I'm I'm off to the races. I'm doing this. You know, this is, and I knew that. And that's exactly what I was saying to myself. I'm like, here I go. I'm doing this. I'm fully in this. I'm 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 fully reacting to this. And then at some point, as soon as I became aware of it, and only because I practiced being aware of it, anybody can do it. It's just a It's just a choice. I was able to step back and realize. Oh, okay. This is all just, you know, it's an identity that I'm clinging to. It's a story that I'm telling myself about a person who's been hurt and been let down. And it feels close to home. It's very real because it's us. But when we're able to step back from the situation and realize that we don't have to, we don't have to take all of this as seriously as we think that we do. And, and by no means am I saying that it's not a serious situation when someone really hurts us because it is. But I'm talking about when we are so in that story, when we are so stuck in the identity of being that person that's been hurt, that we have zero perspective. Because we're only focusing on how we feel. And I know that generally when we're doing that, it is very, very difficult to find any sort of way to cope with the pain that we're feeling. And I know that once I can step back, that is really the first step. If I can get some perspective and be aware that, my, that I'm reacting to something and that I'm having thoughts about feelings that I have, then I can begin to make the choice to put that time and energy into coping, to figuring out how I'm going to be able to sit with these feelings, allow myself to fully feel them. I don't want to run and hide from them. Sometimes that's what I feel like I want to do. I mean, this situation today was one that I definitely felt like at some point. I felt the, the urge to just escape from this mentally. I did not want to deal with it. I wanted to try to make whatever was causing the situation to happen to stop happening. But I know at the end of the day, I can't not run and escape from life. This is, you know, I have to embrace this. Well, I guess I don't have to, but I feel like that is what's best for me and I'm always careful when I because there really are no absolutes. It's it's really these are all choices that we make. And that it's possible for me to feel all these feelings but not be carried away with them or believe them fully. They're just they're feelings. I don't want to I started to say they're just feelings. I don't want to offend anyone because feelings feel very real. But our awareness is something that is much greater. The awareness that knows that we actually are more than just what we feel, and that our lives are about more than just what we feel. There, if we look around and we can see some glimpse that even amidst all of the difficulties, that when all the hurt that we're feeling, that if we look around us, we can see like that we can see things that they really are okay in the moment. That all is not lost, and it's 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 very very difficult to do. When we are really, really hurting, so I'm not saying it is easy, and everyone has to ultimately decide if this is, a, you know, this is the way that they want to see things. If they want to have that awareness, then it's available, and when we are able to do that, then we can begin the healing process. We can't force it. We can't rush it. We just have to be able to have an, an acceptance. Really, the word I've heard used before is just embracing what is. If we can just let it be, it's happened. There's nothing we can do to change it. It's happened. So it really becomes all about continuing to have that awareness, to continue to cultivate that awareness, so that we can catch ourselves when we, you know, tend to unconsciously begin to start, uh, you know, clinging to our thoughts about these feelings again, because it can happen over and over. We can think that we. Have, done, have been able to successfully stop overthinking about it to stop replaying the story in our minds but a minute later if we're not careful and if we're not paying attention we can start doing it all over again and it's all out of habit it's, mind, it's mindless how it happens we can just automatically go right back into it and not have any awareness at all that that's what we're doing And I've also found that usually when I am in the middle of that storm, emotionally speaking, it's the worst time for me to communicate with anyone that has hurt me or frustrated me or disappointed me or has caused me to feel negatively in any way. Because I'm most likely going to say something I will regret later. Because I'm reacting. Of course I will. It's just that's, that's human nature. We just, When we are in reactive mode, we tend to communicate generally. And I'm not saying this is an absolute, but it, it, there's a great likelihood that that's the way we will communicate. And once those things have been said, we can never unsay them. So it is really about coping. It is really about, you know, and then there, there tends to be a lot of times, depending on how severe the situation is, you know, how can I continue on? How can I live my life feeling this different way? These are all very good questions and, they, and it makes sense, but what happens is we can get so lost in asking these questions and speculating about the future and whether or not we can actually cope can tend to make it more difficult for us to cope. And so when we find ourselves, when there again, the awareness feeds that. We are able to be aware that we are asking these questions. They were, st- we're stuck in an endless loop of asking questions, speculating about how long these feelings will last. Will it ever change? Will we ever be the same? Will our lives ever be the same? Will we be able to go on? Will we be able to do what we need to do to live our lives effectively? And once we're aware of it, we can let go of it again. And it may happen over and over and over and that's where we have to really be kind and gentle to ourselves not be really hard on ourselves because we're, you know, we're going through a difficult time and there's a tendency to engage in some of these habits of mind because they provide that distraction that we sometimes need. And then we keep coming back to coping. You know We come back into awareness, we realize what we're doing, we step back from it. And then once we step back from it, the healing process continues. I don't think that there is much healing that happens when we're stuck in the mode or in the trance of reactivity. We're walking around literally lost in a trance, not even really aware of what we're doing. We're not really here. We're not really dealing with what it is that we're feeling because we're somewhere else reacting to it and thinking about it endlessly. And it does not necessarily you know, allow or promote any healing. So it's really a matter of having that discipline to keep, you know, being continuing to be aware, even when we're hurting, even when it's tough, even when it hurts, even when it's difficult, even when we don't want to, the more that we can be aware, that is, I believe, where we will find the peace that we seek. That is where we will find the perspective that we so badly need in order to be able to cope more effectively, to be able to live our lives and to keep going it really can reduce and, and and hopefully even eliminate the self-imposed suffering that is in, and that is needless and that does not help us and does not serve us at all it's not a magic you know it's not a magic uh, it's not a, you know it's not a magic wand that you can wave to make things go away whatever is in motion is in motion it has happened if it's happened already it's happened already if it's going to happen and it's out of our control it's going to happen if it's supposed to happen but it's really a matter of us having the inner strength and the determination to continue to stay aware and to sit with it and to not run away from it and to not shy away from it and to continue to cope, to make the choice. It's almost like in every moment, it's a, it's a binary proposition. Every moment is we choose to either be aware and to ultimately to cope in the best way we can or we don't. And there's no judgment there. It doesn't mean that we're bad people if we don't choose that. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It just means that we will suffer. And it's needless. We will suffer needlessly. And it can be prevented. We can actually be kinder and more gentle to ourselves by trying to put ourselves in the best position we can to cope with the pain and the hurt that we are feeling. And it is possible. And I really, truly believe that mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice you know, can ultimately can give us that foundation that we need to be able to heal from the things that have hurt us, the pain that we're feeling. And there is all kinds of different things out there, different ways of healing. And we're in a much better place to determine the best way for us to do that if we have that foundation of awareness, if we are actually coping in the best way that we can, and we're here and we're present for it. And we're not somewhere else running away from it and trying to act like it did never happen. Because I've done that, believe me, I have done it so many times in my life. I felt the compunction to do it this morning. I really, really wanted to. I really did not want to have to deal with this. It hurt so badly and it was so disappointing that I just really could not bring myself to confronting it. And just you know, and, and ultimately I had to do that. I had to face it and be aware. I had to have that awareness. I had to finally stand up and take charge and say, I'm, you know, I'm going, I'm going to step back from this. I'm not going I'm no longer going to engage because we it's almost like it's a boulder rolling down the hill. It's, you know, that momentum, we get that momentum behind the reactivity, the way that we're reacting to this. And it can be really hard to stop it, because it feels good sometimes to react. We feel like it's a way of dissipating energy and blowing off steam, and sometimes we, it really feels like that's what's best for us. And I'm not here to say what's best for anyone, but I know for me that's never been what's been best for me. It may feel like it is, but that's just how it feels, that's not the, 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 the truth of what is really best for me, and I know that there's a difference there for me. And this is available for anyone, and ultimately, it is the base of being able to cope, is that awareness. I'm don't. i I'm not sure how I could cope if I wasn't able to be aware and have that perspective and step back. But I know that everyone looks at this in a different way. This has just been a way that has worked for me and many others, and is at least worth considering as a way to deal with really extreme pain and hurt.